Do you love photos? Do they look more like clutter than treasures? If the unexpected happened, would you have peace of mind that they could be recovered? These are just a few of the reasons why Picture Love is here. Hi, I'm your host, Chris Ladon, and whether you're downsizing, decluttering, a genealogist, or an album maker, all photo lovers are welcome here. Picture Love is about curating photo evidence of lives well lived. Let's get started. I am so excited to bring this conversation to you with the adorable Leanne Walters. You will hear it in her voice, not just her words, the love and compassion and expertise she benefits her clients with by using design to not only personalize the homes of her clients, but really make home a space that supports their values, their beliefs, and their lives. And we found so many points of resonance. And in addition to that, I'm excited because as we were recording this, we were heading into the end of 2023, which is commonly thought of as a gifting time of year. And I hope that this conversation will help you make decisions that really not only support you in some of your decor or your photo decisions, but also in your gifting too. So without further ado, yes, that rhymes. I'm sorry. I'm such a cornball. Here is my conversation with Leanne Walters. Talk about how we met. And that sounds awesome. Because I live in New Jersey and you? I live in Sherwood Park, Alberta, which is in Canada. Exactly. So we are spanning time zones and countries here. Absolutely. And with an extra sip of humor, <laughs> the logistics of who is hosting this conversation. You know, um, it's funny how you think you've overcome tech and you're like, I know all the things and I've got the like, now I can do it. And then it's like the universe is not today, sir. <laughs> blessed are the flexible, they shall not break. Ooh. Um, because sometimes the best things in life are unplanned. You yes. Know? Isn't that true? Yeah. You know, cause in both of our fields, we are work, re- it involves, you know, details and planning and degrees of organization and different mediums. And there's always the unknown. There's always the surprise that we uncover. I know for me, like digging through boxes of memories and photos, it's kind of like Russian roulette. Sometimes my clients don't even know what they have half the time. (laughs) And so it's really, it's fun to discover what is waiting to be found. And same goes for life lessons. True. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's funny you say that about pictures, because I was thinking about when my grandma passed away, I was tasked with the, you know, the picture wall of her and the memories that, you know, are contained in those moments and the joy, you're right, there is an element of surprise in them. And, and that's like, it's funny, because I believe that design is the history of, you know, your life. And that's how you express yourself. And like, as we express ourselves, it's how we, you know, really truly understand ourselves. And so like, I think that there is surprises there, you know, like you're surprised if you like a color, or you're surprised that you have a picture in a box. And those I think are like, the most magnificent little moments. And then that's what brings you back to those moments of joy. Oh, tell me more about that. 
I believe that like design is a way that we really unbox the history that we actually carry within us. So a lot of the prints and the fabrics and the things that we are really drawn to are because the history that we've actually been like, you know, specifically the other day I bought a shirt and I didn't even realize I was vintage. Like it was so old and expensive. It was stupid. I paid $60 for an old plaid shirt, but I had to have it. And then I realized going through a box of pictures, which is hilarious, that I actually wore the same print when I was in grade seven. And so the reason I was so drawn to this particular print of plaid was because it it connects me to a time when I felt like really authentically who I was. And it was really when I was discovering who I was as a person, which is kind of what I'm going through now as I dissect and I really start to understand who I am as a, as a grown up. I find that the connection to who I was, you know, teenager and childhood. And then it's just the more you learn about color, the more you understand that like, we have the reason that people are tied to colors is because of the history that we've been through them. You know, there's some cultures that don't identify between two colors and they don't even see the difference between blue and green, Mm. you know? So Mm. as you start to understand that, like, it's actually what we've been told about color and what we've told ourselves about color, that is really what we're identifying with. And then if you start to really understand that, then you can use that to create moments of joy in your life. And as a busy mom, I don't really believe any of us can have a fully designed and decorated house that looks like the pictures that we see in the show homes. You know, I feel like it's like we're setting ourselves up for failure because, you know, it's like as soon as you decorate the coffee table, your son removes everything to build his Lego on top of it. And that's just the lives we're living. But for me, I create these little pockets and moments around my house that just create a resting point for my eye, you know, a moment of joy a piece of yourself that you carry throughout your house. So as you're looking around, you know, the amount of moms that say to me, like nothing is mine and everything's broken and my kids ruin everything. I don't really think that we believe that I go to, you know, you go to your friend's house for like a party night and they're like, Oh, my kids break the break everything. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, I have nothing of my own. And I find that like, if you give yourself these little moments, like even if it's a little bit of wallpaper on a picture frame, because it's high up, kids can't reach it you know that's your resting point for your eyes to remind yourself that like you do have things for yourself and this might just be a moment in time and there's like a a bigger picture and you know a a bigger longer belief out there you know right wider viewpoint I guess is what I'm getting at you really tapped into like the emotional value behind design because you know somebody who's just thinking of it in terms of topic might think, oh, design, where you put things, what color they are, and how you arrange them, bam. And somebody might think photo organizing, yeah, get them sorted, put them in a box, scan them, get it done. But there's a lot more to it than that. And the way you described making moments and making little places of, you know, reflection with intention to appreciate and not worry about unfair expectations of making your home perfect at all times. I mean, what's perfect anyway? Everybody's definition of perfect is what supports you the most, right? Yeah. And, And I know for me with texture, if I am shopping for clothing, curtains, I don't care what it is, I have to feel it. And I changed my sweater before this call because the sweater wasn't, it didn't, feel good you know so I put something on that was soft so I needed something made me feel good to put it on physically and and I think both the beginning of this conversation and where I'm leading to is that 
these small little choices can be beautiful acts of self-love and self-care to help us show up better in the world. Yeah. And then we can change the story that we're telling ourselves because I think sometimes we're living in this world, the story of that's awful and like, it probably isn't actually that bad, you know? So we can intentionally revise our story. We can edit it by reminding ourselves, whether it be with pictures, like I took a photo of a vacation that we've been on our favorite place in the universe is Costa Rica. I got married mm-hmm. in Costa Rica. We love the cloud forest. We love yeah. nature. You know, my wedding photos were all about greenery. I always said, it's not about me in the picture. It's about like the picture around me. And I always just wanted to be married in the forest, which is funny is then he ended Aww. up in the rainforest and, and our bedroom is an extension of that. Like I took the big picture of a bridge in the cloud forest and I took all the colors out of that picture to create a safe place that felt good because, you know, my husband doesn't like to get out of bed in the morning. He doesn't like mornings, but if you can wake up and feel the memory of your most favorite place in the world, then you can change the intention. It might be minus 40 outside and freezing and you might have to go outside and shovel this morning, but you can have a moment where you're like, but there's good in the world and there's something good coming. Mm. You know, we're probably going to get back there someday. You can put soft things around you and you can touch things. I'm like, I'm a really cold person. So same with me. I put, put on warm scent, scent, you know, what is sensible fibers, fibers uh-huh. that, you know, I can feel and I'm comfortable in. And it's very important for the way I feel and the way I can go and do my day. So I think we can put layers of that around us with, you know, blankets and pictures. And it's all what we're telling ourselves because it's just the information we give ourselves that create the moment that we're living. I, I love that. So let's go back to that, the idea of maybe... I just need a win today. <laughs> so let's say, let's pretend the, the person listening to this right now just needs a win. And they love po- photos because, well, I invited them to the space, you know, and they need something that they could just, like I said, have a small win, something that's easy, low hanging fruit. Can you just speak to maybe using a photo in the bedroom a little bit more? Like, let's, let's just, give somebody an action step that if they felt Mm -hmm. resonance with that they could actually do today and make a decision that makes them feel better. For sure. Yeah. I would do is what I always say is whatever you want somebody else to give to you, give it to yourself. So if you're looking for more peace or if you're looking for more, you know, if you want to feel like you have more family around you, then maybe it's a picture of your family. If you feel like you need more community, then I would recommend you put a picture of your extended family, like whatever you feel like you want to create, then go through your pictures Mm -hmm. and look for moments that make you feel that when you're looking at them. Like for me, I was looking for peace and serenity and just the overall feeling of being in a forest. And so I went through my photos and found the best shot Mm -hmm. that reminded me of that moment where I could feel like it's, it's our picture particularly is a, is the bridge and it's elevated up in the cloud forest. So you can almost smell the, the air, which is slightly Mm -hmm. more humid and you can Mm -hmm. see the clouds around you. And then as an extension past the picture, I painted the walls in a, in a, you know, a deep green hue. We have frogs, you know, hanging from the walls and a 
turtle shell and plants in the room. So then when you walk in the room, my intention is, is that you feel that serenity that I felt when I was in that space and it brings you back. Sure. And it's just like, you can instantly be uplifted just like you were when you were in that moment. And I think that that. you want to feel, it's all about the feeling. And then if you can, whatever you can feel while you're feeling that moment, you want to express it out into the room. So if it's softness, then you're going to add more softness. If it's like freshness, then you want to add, you know, sense of freshness. And Mm -hmm. all of our senses are available to us when we're creating a space. We have touch, we have sight, we have smell, even lighting, you know, you, you want to then, if you're looking for a space that has you want to create a nest and you you want to make sure you have adjustable lighting. You have different layers of light. Bedroom, it's really important that, you you know, you have soft light for when you're in bed. And if you read in bed, you have a lamp there. You just want to make it actually feel like a cocoon that can support you in whatever you need, because that's our place of rejuvenation and rest. So I think each room, we can use photography as a starting point. For me, I've taken pictures and I've expanded them on a canvas. That's one of my more favorite ways of doing it. But how do you encourage people to best display their memories? Um, Again, what you just described was selective reminiscing, reminiscing over the memories and the moments and the places and the people that make you just feel full of gratitude, Um, you know, past and present, right? And there is nothing wrong with taking a favorite moment and putting it on a canvas. It just makes the whole room feel transformed to me. And just gives you the vibe, you know, because when I'm working at my computer and I want to be at the beach and I look up at and I see the sandy pictures, it makes me feel like I'm sort of a little bit energetically at the beach. <laughs> so photos for me is definitely an expression of gratitude and an expression of affirmation to affirm those that I love that I'm trying to bring up. I'm trying to, you know, parent and support. And they're also a way of staying rooted to my history and my past and my grandparents who are not here, but my kids know them by name and stories because of the reminiscing and with pictures, they create those stories as like movies in their minds and they're in their DNA, you know, they're rooted and coming back to the whole tree thing. Something that occurred to me this past summer was, you know, that that feeling when you're standing under a beautiful grand tree, it just feels like a canopy. But I tend to usually just look up and at the bark or the trunk in front of me. But I never really realized until recently that the trees are actually hugging you, you don't actually have to touch them to be cradled by them, because their roots are underneath you. Mm -hmm. they're next to you, they're over you. And when you're in a forest, like that, you know, that's so much more magnified than just the one. And so if we think about this in terms of like serving our clients and being part of a community, we really are connected. We really are. And then when we do take small tasks, like, you know, take a photo and design a room that makes you feel supported and loved and energized to get out of bed and show up better in the world. That active self-service is actually being showing up in the world as the best version of yourself you can in the moment. Mm -hmm. So I guess that was a long way of saying compassion is how I approach my photos. (laughs) Um, Do you have any preferred ways of displaying photos? I love variety. 
I do. And I choose, I choose my materials according to the environment. Like when I do somebody's beach house at the shore where it is typically more humid, I don't like to put a lot of things that aren't sealed, you know, a little bit more humid resistant. If somebody's in a smaller home and they don't have a whole lot of wall space, they might be served better by a few smaller pieces that are bookshelf style or sometimes apartments, you know, there's some restrictions on what you can actually hang. So God bless the makers of command strips. Love those. But yeah, I I do mix. I mix woods and metals and canvas and I'll even handcraft them sometimes. But I do tend to be a little bit more frameless than others. I'm the same way. I do framed prints at times and I like a nice wood frame, but in a, in a photograph, the Mm -hmm. frameless seems to feel like the memory expands out further without a frame. It seems less contained. If you're trying to take a photo and make it look like art, which you can do, especially if I take a lot of nature photos. So Mm -hmm. a lot of those, then I frame and then those become more like, it looks like you bought it at home sense, but it's actually my own photos. Yes. Yes. Kind of like I actually want it to look more commercial sometimes. And that's when I frame it. So that's interesting. Yeah. I kind of lean towards the same thing. My grandmother was a master gardener and she was the only family member who really was like the best pen pal. When I went off to college, those handwritten letters, I didn't care if she was telling me about the weather or whatever, but she'd always stick in pictures of some of her flowers that she grew. And I felt like I was there and part of her garden. And so photos are definitely a love language that my family has loved generationally. But she, I'll never forget, she grew a black iris mm-hmm. and the thing was bigger than my hand mm-hmm. it was so huge and it came back every year just the one black iris and she stuck that in one of my little college oh. i love you letters and just just seeing it made me feel so good and felt so connected and it's a very literal representation that does not replace the actual experience but it brings you back it brings you back. I know I was just thinking as you, I, my grandma was also a gardener and one of my favorite photos doesn't have my grandma in it, but I was just thinking about the moment, you know, it was my cousin's wedding and everybody from my family gathered together. But for some reason, the bride is sitting on one chair and my son is sitting next to her and he's like two. And, you know, and the, all the different family members are like my one nephew's being pulled by my mom. And it's like, yeah. No, everybody's not looking and it's not staged, but it's like so much better because of that, because the humor in the bride's face and my son with his arms crossed in the girl's chair because he wanted to sit there. And, you know, like that means so much more than like the curated photograph that the person would have taken at the photo studio and professionally framed. And I guess maybe that's why I lean away from that, because I don't want it. I don't I don't like the touched up perfect photos. Those aren't for me. I don't live a touched up perfect life. So I think it's nice to display just the sincere moments. I think they bring Mm -hmm. you back. Like every time I look at that photo, it gives me a, like I laugh inside. It gives me that joy in my heart. And I think that's what I want design to do. And I think that's where, I mean, our two worlds kind of combine. Sure. Oh my goodness. I love that description you gave us of just like life happening. And so candid photos are their own kind of perfection. They really really are. And I think that one of the little battles that I help people circumvent and work through are sometimes just the excess of them. 
because mm -hmm. sometimes when you have too many, it's hard to know where to put your attention. But if you could just pick one and just appreciate it for having the experience, for the, the memory, for the people showing up as their authentic selves, mm -hmm. as you were describing before, it's okay to just show up and be who you are and, and, and love yourself as you are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I really want that for my kids. Yeah, me too. I can resonate that 100%. I think I'm just unpacking that myself. So I mean, I think we're all where we're at and, and learning yeah. to accept ourselves where we're at. And I know as moms, specifically, I think we can be really hard on ourselves, either about our body, or, you know, our shiny skin, or, mm -hmm. you know, I, I also have hid from pictures for years. And then I heard a thing that was something like, if you aren't in the pictures, how are your kids supposed to remember you were there? Yeah. And I think a lot of times, you know, some people have, I have a weird memory, like I can roll a decks back in life, and I can whip out something there was no picture of and remind a friend about a moment. I'm really amazingly lucky that way. <laughs> a lot of people aren't. A lot of people create their memories like there's why do most people remember their wedding day, they say, well, because 10,000 photos were taken of you that day and you can right. relive it through the photos. Right. right. So I think it's especially important that we allow ourselves to be a part of those photos, to be a part of the memories of joy, not only for our kids, but for ourselves. So we can remember, you know, I went to a girl's night the other night and then there were pictures taken and I used to like, I would grumble, but I'm working on it. And I don't tell myself I look bad in pictures anymore. I just don't say it. I just stand there and smile and I don't care. Right. right. But then you get to see the photos when somebody else posts it of you being there. And you're like, oh, I was having fun. Or, you know, mm -hmm. you, you get to be a part of it. So I think it's I think it's important to allow yourself to be a part of the memories. And, you know, they're like, oh, look how big my thighs or something looks in the photo. And it's like somebody will say that and I'm like, I didn't even see your thigh. You know, like I, it's funny how we can pick apart, you know, whatever it is. It was funny because we met through Kathy and even Kathy has posted on her Instagram about how she years ago she wouldn't have posted this picture and that's where the thigh thing came up because she wouldn't have liked her thighs or something and I was like I didn't even see her legs in the photo that right. she was referring to right. I saw her beautiful daughter's freckles and her silly husband and, yeah. and so it's I think you have to take an outside view of things and be like whoa like we zoom out you know and sometimes right. see like bigger picture then what do you see here and it's like me being a part of my family and me being yes messy. you showing up for them yeah you like not getting dressed up for Christmas yes. morning you're there you were probably up super late doing mum stuff you know and mm -hmm. so you probably do look horridly bagged under your eyes and that's the memory because you stayed funny. up late assembling a bike or something you know like oh, that is part of the memory I love what you do I think you're helping people and I think that it's an amazing part of, you know, helping people accept themselves and remember the joy that we, you know, we have this amazing ability that our parents didn't have. I mean, we're so lucky now that we have a thousand photos to sort through. But like, I think one of the things that you're helping people do is like get them off their phone and into their lives because I think that's like you know my photo albums stop right around the time that I got an iPhone yeah. so I think it's an important thing that you're doing like whether Thank people you. print them out or whether they digitize them yeah. there's lots of ways to make them come back out so you remember that amazing vacation or you remember your wedding the happiest day of your life or when your son was born or you know that those things to me are that's what gets me through the day is stopping for a moment. You know, even my grandma's wedding photo sits on my piano. And I remember like, that's where I came from, you know, and it's right. so important. Our lives are the experience that we're living right now. Mm -hmm. And these things make our experience better.
They do. They do. And hopefully that our experience makes others better. Yeah. process, right? Yeah, absolutely. And we, this is why I was so drawn to you to have this conversation because I have a lot of interior decorators and designers in my life story who I know and I appreciate, and they're very much artists, each in their own right. But one thing that stood out to me about you and how you speak and how you represent your craft is just with so much heart. Hmm. And picture love is really, it's not just about pictures. It's about envisioning and the decision and the action, the verb of picturing love in the world. And the way you describe trying to make it easier for your husband to get up in the morning, for example, in frigid temperatures, that is one way that I see you picturing love Mm. and showing up in your pictures, makeup or not, hot mess because you stayed up late, that is. That is another way of picturing love and just being an authentic yourself versus Yeah. the facade that we feel social media wants us to show up as. I love that. It's like design ease. Like it's, it's, yes, I want to make designing easy for people, but what I want them to realize is that design can create ease in your life and that design is there to support you in adding to your life a lot of people invited me into their homes and they really asked for me to help them create a space that reflected themselves as opposed to me coming in and designing a house that fits today's model of a perfect house Right. and I see design in everybody's life I don't think you need to redo your whole house I don't think you need to buy new furniture I think we can make it better that's all like I'm after like a little bit better and then like if today's a little better and tomorrow's a little bit better what's your view going to be at the end of the month you know so I think it